0: Using a paper calendar, dude. Everything is on trying
1: trying to do it all electronic. You're all being electronic. Trying. How's it feeling?
0: I I don't know. A couple days into it, so far so good. I would say.
1: I like paper, Um, but I see the benefit of electronics because it's all in one place. Whether you're home, work, wherever you are, and you don't lose it, it's not like, where did I even put that notebook or that calendar? Yeah. So I really
0: like that aspect of it. I also like sometimes in the paper calendar, there's too many pages in my calendar of things that I didn't use and keep track of. It's also harder to share with people. Um.
1: <laughs> you can take a picture with your phone and send yeah, it. <laughs> something like that, right? Here, let me share this calendar with you. I noticed you've always been a uh, calendar sharer, though. Yeah, especially with my wife. Have to, man. Yeah.
0: But it's been good to get... Um, had to create a couple different spreadsheets, keep track of things I want to do, see if I can just stay consistent. I feel like that's a trick to getting your goals. You know, you got to stay consistent. Yeah. Um, Goals are a funny thing anyways. How many people do you, do you think make goals?
1: 2,000. 2,000 people set goals. do you mean? How many people? You want a number? Yeah. Like what percentage? Oh, a percentage. It's... Okay. That's a little different because I don't know the percentage. That set goals, boy, I would say... That's a good question. We should Google that one. I would say... 46 percent of people set goals 46
0: percent I have no idea how many <laughs> I don't know I'd be curious I, I you know I like to set goals I don't hit all of them like I reviewed some of the stuff I set last year and I hit some of them um but not all of them and I think that's okay I think if you're setting pretty lofty goals it gives you something to shoot for you might not always hit them that used to bug me a lot. and would be like, what's the purpose of the goal if I don't hit it? Um, now I'm not so bugged by it. And I'm also okay now changing my goals as I progress. Throughout the year? Throughout the year, yeah. Or and like the there's lot. some goals, like I have one goal for January to run three miles every day in January. Which is insane. But it's a one-month goal. I can do that for one month.
1: Well, we're into the month already a few days out of the year. Yeah. How is that going? Is it So far so good, man three got, miles got my
0: three miles in before I came here and really yeah wow Just, I just want to get that consistency down the, the cardio down I, I always work out um, so I have other workouts I do usually after I do the three miles but my running hasn't felt as good as I wanted it to so I wanted to put a little extra effort into that Um. so short term goals I think sometimes can be a good thing over
1: long term but I think you need a little bit of both I like the way that you made that goal of uh, just January. Yeah. That way there's an end also. It's not like, dude, this is going to be the whole year. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to quit. Yeah. But instead you're like, no, I, I can do this. It's only yeah. you know 30 days or how many is it? 30? 31? 31, dude. 31? Yeah, it's a big It's month. only 31 days. I can do that. Exactly. 31 times 3 is what? 903? <sighs> no, it's 93. <laughs> 93. Same thing? 93... Miles.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. There are people that run 100 miles in a week. 93 in a month, that's nothing. That's nothing, man. You got this. And hopefully I get a little bit better at running doing that.
1: <laughs> a little more stamina. Yeah, a little faster. Oh, good. Yeah, so how many people set goals? I don't know. I bet there's more than the 40. I think a lot of people set them, whether it's whether it's an idea or written down. I think people have goals. I think everybody should have goals. Yeah, at least some type of aim. Right, some type of aim that they want, whether it's a promotion or whatever I think, it is.
0: I think there's a lot of people that set them and then never think of them or review them, right? Right. Which makes it hard to accomplish it if you're not focused on it every day. Yeah. And so that's what I try to set up because that, at least that's been my problem in the past is I'll set it and I'm like, yeah, this is a great goal. I'm going to be so rich and so buff and so sexy. And then... <laughs> So that's what your goals are, and then the rich, I get, buff, and sexy. Okay. <laughs> and then I get, you know, a week into the year, I'm like, never look at my goal sheet again. And then like six months down the road, I'm like, oh yeah, those are my goals. I should uh, start working on those again. So are these goals put somewhere like electronically, or are they written on a piece of paper? What yeah, that's moving? why I have them electronic, so I can review them. In fact, so I tried to like get it down to certain habits as well, like daily habits, because I really am am. Like if you ever read the book The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, he talks about just compounding or or Atomic Habits. That book talks about it too. Those are great books, but um, it's what you do consistently that makes you a success, right? Or that gets you to where you want to go. So that's been my focus this year: is what are the daily habits. That require, that'll lead me to get my goals. So breaking down the goal into daily habits. Yeah, exactly. Like one of my daily habits is to read 10 pages of the book a day. You're doing, are you doing that? So far. That's I mean, awesome. Four days in. Four days in, but that's
1: pretty good. Yeah,
0: and 10 pages isn't a lot. Yeah. Right? If I were to say an hour, I probably wouldn't do that. But I make it small enough that I can do that. And then you do and that for you,
1: you have a set time of the day that you do it, right? Sure.
0: So let's say you got a thirty day month, ten pages a day, and
1: that's a three hundred page book. So So you broke that one book instead of saying, I'm reading this book in a month, you just say, I'm reading ten pages a day. Yeah, because otherwise if you say, Hey, I'm
0: reading it in a month, what happens? You don't end up doing it. On day twenty, you're like, Oh yeah, crap, I gotta to read all. I gotta read two hours a day. You put it off. Yeah. That's what I do, at least. Yeah. And that's why it's like, okay, the consistent habit over time is what's going to lead to that. Um, Then I know other people that are like, yeah, screw goals. Who cares?
1: (laughs) I have all our goals uh, uh, spray painted on my ceiling in my bedroom. I just <laughs> went up there and just spray painted them all. That way I could see them. As soon as I wake up, when I just stare at Just them. stare up at the ceiling. Oh, yeah. I got to get that one done. Yeah. That's great, dude. Yeah. I love your strategy. Uh-huh. One of them is to repaint the ceiling <laughs> at the end of the year. <laughs> oh, man. I So goals are one thing that I, 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 I I'll be honest. I didn't set goals until probably five years ago. I started setting them mm-hmm. maybe six, seven years ago. I never set goals and I remember my wife every year she's a goal person she'd be like hey do you want to sit down and do goals I'm like yeah and then I walk out of the room and do something else you know hoping she'd forget about it Um, but the last couple years we've actually really sat down and made goals goals for individual goals um, as a couple goals and as a family goals Yeah. and then she's like "All right, now we're going to make a dream board she pulls out this paper and this board and we're like as a family like putting all these things that the kids want to do this year and um activities they want to get better at or or whatever you know a trip they may want to go on and so we're putting it on this board and she's good at that that is good if it wasn't for her i'd
0: be i'd be have yeah, I mean, you noticed a difference for you doing that like
1: not setting goals versus setting them um yes and and again this i've gotten better and better and this year is one where because she'd always be like hey yeah, that's nice. You have a goal, but what are you doing to get that goal? And and again, it's my pride. I'm like, I don't need, I don't need a plan. I'm just gonna do it. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. a plan to earn a million dollars? Screw that. I'm just gonna do it. The end scared. of the year, it's gonna be in my bed. All yeah. I gotta do is do it. Like, what do you <laughs> mean, my plan? And um, so I've gotten better at that part of it because she questions me like that, which yeah. is good. Like, hey, so what are you doing to? you know get that six pack again like I'm like I'm just going to get it I'm just going to think
0: about it and it's going to come <laughs> but um no she uh she's good about that part yeah that's why I had to break it down to like daily habits right um like I want to lose basically 30 pounds just so I could be super sexy right um well you, you already are sexy right and now. sexy are yeah yeah buff sexy and rich <laughs> and rich <laughs> It's not everybody's goal. <laughs> Shouldn't that but be just, just so everybody? So the daily habits that I have right now to start off is hey, eat a gram of protein for every pound that I weigh. So if I I do that and then with every meal, eat vegetables.
1: Has your has your poop schedule changed?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm very consistent. Although Actually, I feel like I've had to go a little bit more, to be honest with you. There's a little more meat in there to get out. But it's like the first thing I do when I wake up, man. Yeah. Clean it out. Dude,
1: I wish I had... I I wish mine, because I shower at night. (laughs) I wish mine was like every night, like right before shower, it just came. And then I get in the shower and clean off. It's not that way always. But when it is, it's nice. It's nice. Man, I wish you could schedule that, like... Literally go into your body and program what you do. This is what time you fall asleep. This is what time you eat. This is what time you wake up. Like, everything is just like a program. you just like a robot. I'd be curious
0: if you started doing everything very consistently, like go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time, eat the same foods, if it would go onto that type of schedule. I'm curious, yeah. I bet it would. If you become just a... Because there's some things you can control, like when you go to bed, right? But
1: like... Sometimes... Yeah. I mean, if you po- set it late enough, yeah, because, you know, you, some days you do have stuff going on. Or yeah, yeah, for sure. Somewhere. Usually wake up, you can you can set your wake up time. I mean, even if you go to about 2 in the morning, you can always have 4 in the morning wake up time if you want it.
0: So I was doing that for about a year with one of my good friends, Tyler, and I love... Because he would work out at 4 o'clock in the morning. The dude's an animal. And uh, I loved it. I loved working out with him. It was so... It just... Great way to start the day. Uh, loved the company. Loved it. But I never got my sleep schedule right because I would always go to bed at 11 or 12 o'clock. Dude, I, it was the least amount of sleep I ever got in my life. Yeah. But I, I was super consistent because I was like, I don't want to miss this um, with my waking up. But it's not good to not have sleep. <laughs> it's yeah. bad for you. It messes you up.
1: Well, having a, having the sleep is, is also part of being healthy. I mean, yeah, you can work out. But if you're not sleeping, you can be healthy. Yeah. So it's all, going back to the sleeping thing, I've thought of this and I think, and maybe I'm a weirdo, but I'm like, how cool is that? That our bodies get tired and then you just lay down and you, it, they just shut down basically. They go into like this resting state where. Just like repairing itself, right? Yeah. Well, Taking like care. Like for, for whatever, for me, it, it's like like, like imagine,
0: imagine you park your car in the garage. And then you wake up in the morning, it's full of gas, the oil's been rejuvenated, That's the tires have been rotated.
1: I think it's the coolest thing, and then when we get sick, it's the same thing, our body goes into healing mode. For sure. Okay, you're sick, now I'm gonna send these thing to come here and clean it up and get you better. And I just think it's the coolest thing how our bodies uh, can do that. And then you wake up, and I'm ready to go again. Yeah. I mean, the older we get, the more it's kinda like roll out of bed. You know things aren't things aren't as so, moved up as they used
0: to be. I was talking to a friend of mine whose brother went to Africa. He said he said people in Africa like they get Ebola or what like there's some crazy oh, yeah, d- disease I right? I think it was Ebola. He was saying. He said, but but those guys would fight it off, and like us Westerners, we get Ebola and we die. <laughs> <laughs> we shut down. He says, but what he saw they would do is as soon as these people start getting sick. They would just go and sleep for like two days straight. Just sleep. Like I ain't doing nothing, right? So he kind of adopted that. Now, anytime he gets sick, he just
1: goes and he rests. And he like, he recovers from everything, man. (laughs) He's gone for two days (laughs) in his back. That's interesting because I've heard it said both ways. I've heard it uh, work through it and then I've heard it rest. Yeah, Um, and I don't know which one to do so I just keep (laughs) living life I know
0: right (laughs) here's what's funny though so on the topic of goals I I met with a group of guys and they always talked about the five circles of life Um, you know your spiritual your personal your business your financial they have these five circles and then it's like you start going through because there's a lot of aspects of life, um, and you mentioned you have your couple goals, your family goals, your personal goals. You go if you break the personal down, you have you know your physical, your financial, your business. These five circles of life, and usually people are like two or three into each one. <laughs> At the end of it, you have like twenty different goals. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, for me, that's always felt super overwhelming and unproductive. Because what are you focusing on? You get spread in too many directions. And you might be able to do that for a week, two weeks. But over time, it's like, I cannot keep all these balls in the air.
1: Yeah.
0: So I have come to the conclusion lately that, and this comes back to habits, right? You make something a habit. Like, I don't have to set a goal to brush my teeth every day because I've done that for 30 years or whatever. It's a now. Yeah, since I was a little kid. So if you turn something into a habit, you don't necessarily have to set it as a goal, right? And so that's why I'm trying to break down the most important things to require habits with. One of them is, is my eating so that I just maintain the weight I
1: want to and feel healthier. So that's the whole thing. With and you're not adding something totally new. I mean, you eat already. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, what am I eating? Let's yeah. pay attention. Or it's like savings. Hey, I want to have...
0: in the bank by the end of the year. Okay, well, I have to put this much into savings every day. How do I do that? I just make the habit of every time I get a paycheck, I do it. So there's certain things that become habits that you no longer have to have as goals, I feel like. Yeah. Um, But I think it's important, at least in my life, to focus on just one or two of those main things. Like, I think physical fitness is a great example. You focus on getting your, your physical fitness in check. And it kind of lifts all the other areas of your life as well, right? Your body functions better. Your brain starts to work better. You do better in business as a result. You know, your spirituality increases. And it's like, okay. And I think it's likewise. Let's say you set a spiritual goal. Hey, I'm going to serve more people throughout the year. So I'm going to find one act of service to do every day. And you start serving... Maybe it starts with a service to your wife or to one of your kids. But you do something every day and it's like all of a sudden the people around you are nicer and all of a sudden people like being around you and so then your business increases. It's that kind of effect, right? Yeah. Where if you focus on one thing and actually do it till it becomes a habit, you see an increase in, in what you want in life in general. But if you try and focus on everything and making everything better at once... I think the opposite happens, where you get burned out, you get get frustrated, you start to see your failures, and
1: then nothing improves. Yeah. You're talking about my life right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and, and, so that's why I don't like a big list of goals either. I know that my list this year is kind of bigger, but again, I like that what you just said I mean a lot of the things that I put on that list I'm like this could easily become a habit and that's all you need is for it to become that habit but in order for it to become that habit is is breaking it down every day do something just do one little thing for that goal yeah and then it'll become a habit and yeah. then if you become that person obviously you just become a better and better person I mean if you just build on it every single year uh, by the time you die, hopefully you're 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 someone to remember. Now now this is a funny thing because I always said I want my body cremated. I don't even want a funeral. Like, I don't even care. But a lot of people are like, no, I want people to remember me and talk about me laugh about me. Um, and that's the person you create by by uh, having those habits. Totally, dude. So no funeral when you're dead? Oh no. I don't even
0: care. Oh do I even care I don't even cry
1: then I don't even right why do I care I'm not <laughs> I'm here like seriously why do I care <laughs> I don't think the funerals for you man who's it for it's for the people left behind oh who? my kids those are the ones that like should care yeah And that's they get it. together and be like hey they remember dad talk about it in like in family functions you know what I mean remember dad he was awesome dad I appreciate the
0: life you gave me we're gonna honor you It's their little contribution, man. Okay. All
1: right. Well, I always just look at it as, as, what's the point? But that's me. I'm a bad person. Like, I don't like going to funerals. They bother me. I'm upset. I get that. If I go to a funeral... They're sad, man. They're sad. They can be sad. Some are uplifting and But it's kind of nice to
0: remember the person, don't you think? Like, when my grandpa died, it was super sad um, for me. But I also... Thought a lot about the legacy that he left and the person he was, and you know, it
1: could be a flip, uplifting, yeah. But I didn't leave a legacy, so it's not an uplifting thing. It's, <laughs> just, it's like another person died, you know. It's interesting to think about that
0: like, what kind of legacy do we really live, leave? Because I remember my grandpa, but my kids, a lot of them were born after he died, they don't even know him, they know stories that I say but I am sure they're not going to be saying stories about my grandpa to their kids. So what, in like two, three generations? Like like if I look at my great-grandpa, my dad knows who my great-grandpa is. He's lost. I met him before, but I don't remember him. And it's like pretty soon the memory of that
1: person is gone. I have one memory of my mom's grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa Pine. And it's that he was smoked. And my mom wanted to try cigarette as a kid and he gave it to her. She thought it was disgusting and never smoked again. That's the only thing she ever told me about. That's a legacy, dude. <laughs> he, left his, he left his tobacco <laughs> legacy. and
0: yeah, he got his kids off, his grandkids off of tobacco, man.
1: <laughs> and this was like before you had a cancer label on a, on a pack of cigarettes, you know what I mean? Isn't that funny, though? It's like nobody remembers even great people in history. Very few of them are remembered. So the only thing, right? I mean, if you think about it, we got our history books, and it's the same five people. And sure, like, you're telling me that. You got only, George Washington. You got Napoleon Bonaparte. They talk about. You got, they talk about Columbus. Columbus. They talk about Cleopatra. They talk about the uh, the Civil War. The Civil War is one that's always brought up, and and the the, the generals in it. But it's like, there was a lot more people than that. Mm-hmm. But we don't talk about it. It's Because it, it, they get forgotten, like you said. If it's not written down or, or or shared with other people, it's forgotten. Yeah, even if it is written down. I
0: mean, look how much stuff is written down nowadays. Or even, talk. <laughs> how many people have a freaking podcast and just nobody listens to? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. Right here, time. right here. <laughs>
1: Hey, don't demote it. This thing's awesome. It's it a, gets us together, dude. It's a habit,
0: right? It's a habit. Pretty soon, we <laughs> do one podcast a week. Pretty soon, we'll have like three listeners. And
1: I'm pretty sure <laughs> that I've I've had a lot of spam calls, and I think it's people trying to uh, sponsor us. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> they're like, "Hey, we'd would, would like to spend ads on your podcast." Yeah, like Dollar Tree wants to sponsor us, and um, you know. AMC, theaters, they want to. Can't be bought, man. Can't be bought. (laughs) I'm trying to think of this most ridiculous. Red Robin. (laughs) The best best sponsors in the world. It's just like the random... Talk about that's what I want to sponsor me. On my fitness (laughs) journey. I didn't talk about sponsors like professional athletes, so I'm in. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Give me a free burrito a day. Oh... Speaking of professional athletes, I don't know if you know this, but I, as a loan officer, I we send a lot of loans to a company called United Wholesale Mortgage. They're one of the biggest wholesale lenders right now. Um, the owner just bought the Phoenix Suns. I saw that they were in talks. He actually went through with it. It's 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 down
0: to the final paperwork stuff.
1: Yeah, interesting,
0: it's man, dude. I've been a lifelong Suns fan. <laughs> <laughs> With all of its pains. And this year is so frustrating because they started out pretty decent this year. And now they have just been on a losing streak. And it's just frustrating to watch. And last year was even worse. The way they went out in the playoffs, losing by 50 points on the last game. It's like, do you no, even care? No. It's, it's, do you even
1: try? Phoenix Suns are a frustrating team in the Valley. Oh, you my No, we, we love them. And we hate them all at the same time. It's just like, guys. Give me something, man. You go to the finals. You're a good team. They're a good team.
0: They just have to play good, and you know they got Devin Booker, and I admire him because he's he's been loyal to the Valley. Yeah, he's like, hey, you guys took a chance on me. I'm I'd love to stay here. I'm gonna build my career here. Let's build a team around it. And that guy's good. He's good, but I don't know. Like, like, can they get over the hump,
1: man? I don't know. Can they turn the season around? And 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 a change in ownership does that even affect?
0: Here's the thing, Al McCoy, right? He's been announcing the Suns games forever. Yes. I remember listening to him when I was eight years old child. just being like, dude, I love Al McCoy. Yeah. Because my mom wouldn't let me watch it on TV. she have to listen to it on the radio. So i listened to it on the radio, <laughs> dude. Sit in my room, turn on the radio, AM radio. Sometimes I even still turn it on just so I can listen to Al McCoy. But he's getting old.
1: Yeah. He needs to announce. He needs a win. He needs He needs a finals win, man. Yeah. When was the last time Phoenix Suns out a win. I mean, it, I mean, they had that. They went to the finals two years ago, right? But what about championship?
0: They've never won the whole thing. They never have. No way. Yeah, they didn't when they were when they were playing
1: the Bulls. They company, went in and the
0: seventies. They they in in ninety three, they went against the Bulls the and lost in the finals. Oh, that's right. And really- we threw a huge parade for them. Then in two two uh, two thousand twenty one they went to the finals again against the Bucks. Um. They've never won. We did not throw a parade because of COVID, I guess. I don't know, man. That messed up a lot of stuff. And then, uh, yeah. Those are the three times I think yeah, that they've been I to the feel finals. like they,
1: they get these teams that they, they make it to the finals, and then they just kind of fall apart in the finals. Yeah. But we did have a good team. I remember that team in the 90s. Uh, Dude, they the were good. And I don't know that team. they fell apart in the no, finals. No, they but, played really well. But, but you were up against six loss was. You're up against uh, Rodney Mullin. Rodney Mullen? What's that, the skateboard? Jordan Pippen. Um, Who's the guy with the colored hair? Yeah, Dennis Rodman. That's <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Mullen. It's
0: a your sports right, man. Oh, man. When was the last time you even watched a
1: basketball game, Jared? Uh, I on. only watch him, uh, never. I've never watched one. <laughs> if somebody invites
0: you to the suite? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. And then well, there's food. I'm not new watching. mortgage guy. Can you get us tickets, man?
1: That's what I'm curious. I, I asked yesterday. I said, hey what are you thinking? He goes, I'd be surprised if he doesn't do something. But it would be cool if like, we get like, you know, if there's like a little row in the front for just brokers or just, you dude, know what I mean? That'd be awesome. That'd be you awesome. Got, dude, please invite me. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but my, I have to get invited. <laughs> one of my life goals,
0: my life goals would be courtside at a Suns game. I would it? love that. If it didn't cost, I actually looked at tickets one time, and yeah, it is thousands. I'm like, oh, it's not I worth can't it. justify. It. I'm not yeah. that, I'm not that rich, dude. No,
1: it's not worth it. I mean, yeah, you might as well spend the spend three hundred dollars and just be somewhere in the stadium, <laughs> or just watch it on TV. <laughs> TV's the best. I actually, okay, if you're, I've been
0: like on the lower level before, yeah, but definitely not I not not anywhere near that, but. Um, Super fun. It's fun. The lower level is fun. But generally, I do like to watch it on TV. Like, you know more what's going on in the game. You understand what... Replays. You get to watch yeah, the replay. Yeah, you replays. get to watch the replay and then get mad if it is a foul or if it's
1: not a foul. Yeah. I like it. Um. So, so for a while, we had suite tickets. And we would go... Not me, but, but a family member. And, and we we were invited all the time. I mean, there was always a suite. Watching it in the suite isn't the same. You're watching it basically because you're up... Those are up higher. Yeah. And you basically have a TV in there. You're watching the TV and you're eating food and you're not paying attention. You're socializing. Mm. And so it's not the same. When, when I've been in down in that lower section, there was only one game I remember going to the lower section. And the energy, yeah. it's just so much more fun. Yeah, you're just fun. into it. For sure. Yeah.
0: For sure. And then the upper section... In the, yes. those, are the guys. <laughs> those are the diehards, man. <laughs> those are the diehards. Those are every <laughs> game,
1: and because they just don't have quite enough money, it's expensive. Season tickets are expensive, and they sell them by like half a season at a time too. Yeah, yeah, they're expensive. I was on a little thing one time. The guy was trying to get me to buy them, and I kept thinking about. Them. I'm like, and then when they're, they're good, spend? when they're
0: good, it's probably worth it. You could probably sell them, make your money, you're good to go. But when they get a sucky season, you're like, ah, oh, crap! I can't give these away.
1: <laughs> Nobody wants to go. Anyways, I don't even know how that even the Phoenix Suns, came up. But my goodness, hopefully we get a. Uh, hopefully we get something good. So they're not playing. I haven't t- I don't pay. T- I'll be they honest. they started the year t- 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 out until, fine. Until they, uh, they're on the like a
0: really crappy losing streak, like bad. And I get that Devin Booker's been injured. There's been some injuries. Cam Johnson's out. Do you think a new ownership is really going to change anything? I don't know. because I know a lot of people don't like that Sarver guy. Right,
1: that's what I've heard, and a lot of people don't like him. And they haven't
0: liked him for years. Even
1: before all this crap came out about him, people just don't like him. Yeah.
0: But um, they seem to have some decent people in their front office now. I don't, I don't know that the ownership matters. I mean, it, it matters to some extent because they get to decide who gets hired to run the team. Um. So, Going back to ownership, it's million. not going to affect the, the players this season, I don't think.
1: So, back in the day, Jerry Calangelo owned the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, okay. Jerry Calangelo's a big name in Phoenix. You old big Jerry, big man. And, um, and, and uh, I have a you know, a relationship with him, okay, M- mostly with his wife. That's kind of weird. That, that sounds weird, that. dude. It's real weird, <laughs> but I've had relationships and, and interactions and talked with Jerry and sat down with Jerry. Awesome guy. Really, that's awesome. awesome You've met guy. him. I've never met the dude. That Seems is, like a great guy. Yeah. No. I, I loved
0: it when he had the sons. I felt like he did a great job. And that is, a I person, think he was really instrumental in bringing him to the Valley in the first huge. place. Huge.
1: And the whole thing was business. I mean, if you think about it. The whole purpose of a of a sports team is business and yeah. making money yeah. for the city. Yeah. And that's the whole purpose behind it. And and he was big. He was he had a huge part. He brought in. the Diamondbacks here too, didn't Diamondbacks he? Diamondbacks too. Yeah. He was a big part of that. I think he owned the Diamondbacks for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyways, big name in the city. But what I'm getting at is he's an awesome guy. doesn't live in... And I tell Candace, I'm like, this is where he lives, right here. She's like, he lives right here? It's like, yeah.
0: Like, nothing like a, special. It's like a normal... It's a nice freaking house, I'll yeah. say that.
1: But it's not like you would think, oh, a billionaire needs to live in this, you know? No. Yeah. You know, they not a security guard out front or anything. It's just... That's interesting. It's just cool. That is cool. And, and just... I guess humble, but at the same time, this a nice house. I'm not saying it's like a piece of junk, but yeah. But when you talk to the guy, just a real human. Just a good dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. World needs more people like that. Right. Man, for sure. For sure.
1: When you get rich, you should be that way. <laughs> dude, I always think this is the year I'm going to get rich or I'm going to get rich when I grow up. I should <laughs> say that. And then I'm just like the next year, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm never going to be rich. <laughs> my kids are going to have to pay for my retirement. Well, you got five of them, right? I mean, one of them's got to figure it out. (laughs) That's why I had so many kids. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, maybe one of them will help me (laughs) retire. Because I'm not making it.
0: Oh, gosh. I hear the mortgage industry's great right now. Oh, are you kidding? Well, Spargo's just laying off all their loan officers. (laughs) Bank of America. They're like, we don't need to do any more loans. No. Why why do we need to do loans? We're good. We're retiring. (laughs) We're (laughs) retiring. All those guys just retired. People are like, 7% interest? Sign me up.
1: <laughs> oh, man. It's just a funny game. <laughs> Who got us into this
0: business? I think th- I think this year's going to be good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's there a lot of... Unknown- real estate? Yeah. I think there's a lot of unknowns in the world right now. Political unknowns. Um, but... I think people are starting to get used to it i really do think people are still coming out of the covid mindset where everything was shut down and, and uh i can see some good things happening i don't know i don't have anything to base it on because it still feels like everything's up in the air but i gotta stay positive hey, man hey it's that yeah it's an inner
1: feeling that's all you need to follow just gotta keep working right you, you don't well, lay down never, and die I remember when the when the COVID thing happened, you know, March 2020, 2020. and um, I can't believe it's been that long, the COVID thing. I mean, it's almost been... That's why I say it still feels years. like people are coming out of it, because people still talk about it like it's pretty fresh. Yeah, it's almost been three years.
0: But it's been three years since the but, big scare, yeah, for sure. Well, it has been three years. I think it was January of... Not three years since all the lockdowns and all that. Right. Like, there were people still trying to lock down for quite a bit after that. Period.
1: Yeah. Um... But I remember when that happened and I remember thinking, oh shoot, you know, this might be the last few loans I do. I remember having that thought. And and then what what I ended up doing was I stopped listening to the media because the media was like the end of the world, end of the world. Yeah. And I just focused on, okay, well, I'm just going to focus on the business I have and it just kept growing and growing. And, and we were lucky in my industry because rates dropped, like just tanked and everybody refinanced, big refinance boom. Um... And purchase, a lot of purchases too. But... Yeah, purchases were crazy right after that. Right after. But right during and right yeah, there in the Yeah, there was probably
0: about three months where everybody was like, oh, I got to sell my stuff. Everything's people crashing. People stopped. Everybody mm-hmm. stopped. Would have been so awesome to buy at that time.
1: Yeah. And people were dumping houses. They had their house for sale. My next door neighbor, Why he can't had you? his house for sale. He dumped it almost a hundred grand. Why can't you predict
0: the future, Jerry? and you should have told me it was going to go right back up I would have bought three houses you? you would have made because the appreciation Ryan. at that point like after those houses got
1: dumped
0: it's like then all of a sudden it went up 30% a year Yeah,
1: I had a client call me this was in March he was clear to close ready to sign his papers and he said hey I might back out of this because of what was about to happen he didn't want to buy a house at the tip of the market and I said hey here's the deal you're renting for this much. You're buying a house for this much. Your payment is going up maybe $200 a month, but you're gonna own this house. Even if the housing market tanks, you still have a house, and you still live somewhere, and it's your house, and you can afford the payment. It's not a big deal. The payment wasn't much to him. And then, what's funny is, six months later, he calls me. Hey, I wanna do a cash out refi, or is it was just a rate and term or a cash out? I can't remember. No, it's just a rate and term, just a refi. And his house appreciated for for hundred grand higher. In six months? Yeah. <laughs> higher than when he paid for it.
0: Was he like, thanks for <laughs> talking me into staying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like,
1: dude, this is awesome. Yeah, that but is that's awesome. But you're right. That's what happened in the market. The market took off. At least here in Arizona, prices shot up, rates dropped, and that was just, it was a frenzy. Yeah. Pretty wild, huh? Yeah. And I think there's a lot
0: of good fundamentals in Arizona as a real estate market. We've seen prices drop a little bit. I think we might see a little bit more. It'll be interesting to see what happens as people get back into the swing of things after the holidays here. Um, But there's a lot of businesses coming to Arizona. There's a lot of people moving to Arizona still. So there's still decent demand, which I think bodes well long term.
1: Yeah. It's
0: not a place that people are fleeing
1: so no that's good no, I think I think the Phoenix I think anything you hear in the news regarding the real estate market is different than what you have what's we're seeing here in Arizona yeah because um, it's just we're in a different different market yeah we'd be in the same market as as uh, like a Florida or a California a lot of times we're put in that kind of category um, and anymore dude our freaking prices are California prices Gas
0: prices? You know, that is something that's changed a lot. Is Arizona used to be a very affordable place to live, especially compared to a place like California. Right. Now we're not, dude.
1: No, it's expensive. It is expensive. My friend who lives in California, this this was just a one-day thing. I don't know what it's like now. But he goes, hey, the gas prices are this. So I was like, shut up. I went and I took a picture of, or, or no, I went, I drove by a gas station and I texted him. Here's where our gas prices are. Then he takes a picture of one and sends it to me. And his gas prices were cheaper than ours. Shut up. And I was like, how is that possible? How is that possible? And he goes, I don't know what's happening, but our gas prices are going down. (laughs) And I'm like, well, well, how come ours aren't? Yeah. (laughs) Because ours have been $3.75 for the last, I don't know how long. It's true, dude. It's true. And then
0: diesel prices are insane. So what do you see this next year, dude? What are you most excited for? Let's put it that way. What are
1: you most excited for? I'm most excited to work with you, Craig. Oh, dude. Like, if I could that's choose one thing. A little was, special thing yeah, in my heart. This podcast. That's what I'm excited for. The success of the podcast. Yeah. Because this is the only thing going for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's make it good, dude.
0: Best podcast ever. Oh,
1: man. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, cool, dude. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. This podcast is going to be number one end of the year (laughs) number one in this office building